welcome to another episode of A Novel Evening. I'm Danny. You can find me over on Instagram as at Blotted Ink Books. And for this week's episode, I'm joined by Chloe over at the book Cloector, C-L-O-E-C-T-O-R. Uh, you can find her on Instagram. Uh, and her feed is just, it's just beautiful. Uh, it's so bright. It's so colourful. It features so many of the genres that I adore. There's a lot of historical fiction. There's a lot of fantasy. She posts really, really insightful reviews. Um, she's added to my TBR a ridiculous amount. Um, I particularly loved her Halloween post where she dressed up as a, as Danica from Crescent City. That will always uh, always and forever be a favourite. Um, but yeah, she's going to join me and chat with me all about her novel evening. So a massive hello to Chloe. Hello. You're looking lovely today. I'm loving the, uh, you've got like a floral thing going on and I'm enjoying it very much. I've got my Lucy's on. So like, they're my favourite at the minute. So I've got them on special. Very nice. And you've had a good Sunday. Yes, thank you. It's just been visiting mum this weekend. So yeah, now I've moved to not kind of to and fro. So yeah, been busy seeing her. Amazing. Amazing. So we are here to chat all about books. Yep. And I can see it. Is that your shelves behind you? I can just about They are. So you can't, I don't know if you can see because of the light at the back, but yeah, I've got them all on the kind of left-hand side of my wall. Um, I'd have them behind me if I could, but there's no space in this office. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> oh, bless you. So you've not been on Bookstagram all that long, really, from what I can no. see. So how did you get into it? So I tried, I think it was 2019. Um and I, I've always been one of those where I'm kind of on and off social media. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll play around with it and sometimes just like, yeah, I, this has taken all my energy. Um, so I kind of, my friend, so my best friend does it. So she's a booktuber. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously I've always watched her stuff. Um, so Lady of the Library, go and check her out if you nice haven't one. already. Um, and yeah, I thought, you know what, something I would like to do. And my partner's always been like, oh, you should do YouTube. I'm like, I don't really want to do YouTube. And then just found out that Bookstagram just existed. So I gave it a go and it didn't really kind of get to grips with it. And I just wasn't in the right place. So I came off, but kind of, do you know when you do like sneaky little, you're kind of behind the scenes, you're there and you're kind of watching and you're kind of lurking, but you're not really part of it. I just kept toying with it. And I just thought, I'm just, I just can't do it right now. The pandemic hit and I was on my own, so I literally was living on my own. Um, my partner was living kind of Oxfordshire way. Um, I didn't live with my mom, so we obviously lived in the same kind of area. Um, and yeah, I was just like, I've never felt that lonely ever in my life. And I, I kind of just thought, you know what, this is, if I'm going to do it, this is the time to do it. And I just wanted to meet people and, you know, find people who, liked what I did and maybe just find a bit of you know a corner of the world that felt kind of positive and you know get some kind of connection um and I have always loved books it's just always been my go-to and I thought you know there's no better way than trying to connect through books so I think it was probably a couple of weeks I think it was about a couple of weeks into the pandemic I thought I'm just going to try it I'm just going to focus on reviewing books it's not going to be anything more than that it won't necessarily be about me or anything like that um and yeah I did it and it just 
I just fell in love with it and I just met so many amazing people I was just it's one of the best decisions I've ever made to just kind of get over that wall or kind of break that wall down to kind of get involved rather than just watching on the sidelines so yeah I've been doing it it will be two years in a couple of weeks so that has been a very fast two years but compared to obviously to some people you know haven't been perhaps as long um so yeah that's why I joined and kind of the process to kind of get into where I am now um but yeah I'm really glad that I did it so oh amazing you know I think like you said there's something really positive about this kind of corner of the internet and I think a lot of people joined during the pandemic yeah. a, for something to do and b yeah for just connections with people and I'm amazed how many friends I've made through it sort of in real life because I never yeah, exactly. thought that would happen yeah exactly and you know so again I was living at home I've got a couple of friends like where my mum lives um but you know I didn't really have anyone I could just talk to about books um yeah. and you know now I have met real life friends who obviously living back in Telford so like Joe um and yeah it's just been really nice to just have somebody and obviously I've now moved to Knotts but I know there's lots of books for Amazon Knotts as well so I'm hoping that you know with time that will kind of find people in real life as well but yeah I've, just, I've made so many kind of lovely friends and just kind of getting to know people and you know their interests I just really enjoy that I'm very much a listener so I might not come across but I am very much of a listener and um, I like to hear about other people's passions and things as well as kind of sharing mine so yeah I quite like that um, amazing do you know, I think it is really daunting as well you say about watching from the sidelines and I really get that feeling because I think it's so intimidating when there's so many amazing accounts yeah jump in and think well no one's really going to care what I have to add yeah and it's amazing because you do just slot in yeah because so that was when I first tried it that was my big thing is like I don't know how to do this like I just didn't get the kind of mechanics behind doing bookstagram I thought I can't take these amazing beautiful photos and it wasn't really my kind of style either um and I was just like how can I make this work where it kind of is mm. works for me and obviously doesn't take too much energy to do either so yeah I kind of once I found my rhythm with it um yeah you're right you kind of find your style and what works for you um and yeah I find that actually not always taking just really like amazing beautiful photos you know works for me sometimes so yeah I think you kind of find that balance I think um yeah truly you need to find your niche because I think as well it's really apparent if it's not you if you're kind of trying yeah. to emulate other people you can only keep that up for so long and you know eventually it's going to be clear that it's not really who you are and I think yeah, it, exactly. I, that's what I love about yours it's so bright it's so colorful I love your reviews I, I love it thank you and I love your vibe like you're definitely the sort of person that I know I would be able to connect with because you've kind of just got that edginess to you and you're oh, okay. I absolutely love it and like your photos just yeah they're always really kind of I think they're I bold. wing them a lot if I'm honest with you that most of them are taking about 10 minutes before I post <laughs> because I'm like oh crap I'd have a photo for that so thank you <laughs> that's what I mean it's like sometimes it's not about spending hours doing it like really? it's just yeah Truly, I completely agree with that. So we're going to chat about your novel evening. Um, yeah. You're another one that I have no idea what's coming. Some of my guests I can guess pretty much off the bat what kind of vibe we're going for. Um, but I have no idea with you at all. So I'm excited. 
hopefully it'll be fun <laughs> it will be so i'm gonna be the maitre d i'm gonna be yep. you know here where are we going where's where's the even gonna be so i think we're definitely gonna go with somewhere fictional um yeah. rather than kind of real world because mm -hmm. particularly at the minute i think we just need a bit of escapism and that's very much kind of why i go to books in the first yeah. place anyway so i want to keep that kind of vibe so it's kind of like a mix between wonderland and kind of things like uh, Magnif Magnificent North, so like uh, Stephanie Garber's like Once Upon a Broken Heart type. Oh, okay, world. okay, yeah. And, and a bit of kind of the library from the Starless Sea. So it's very kind of whimsical, kind of anything goes kind of place, um, kind of very bookish, kind of lots of magic. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going for. So not kind of one place, kind of a mix of three. Um, I mean, do you know what? I think anything goes. I think you can have these rooms with doors in that take you into each different place. I am yeah. down with that. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. So kind of like behind different doors, you might find like a tea party or you might find like almost like Beauty and the Beast type library, like <sighs> floor to ceiling books and like magical creatures flying around um and kind of yeah like maybe one door leads you to like a marketplace with lots of kind of different stalls all kind of selling like bookish things or you know like sweets and treats like that's what I was thinking so it's kind of like a magical adventure slash magical book club type vibe where you can kind of chat and you've bent, you've taken a loophole through it and you've you've bent the rules a bit and I'm here for that I like that <laughs> That's why I try and keep like the specifications really loose because this is a lot of fun to see yeah. how to play with it. Okay, so we've got a little mix of everything. So who is coming? Who's the first person who's going to join us in one of these magic so, rooms? Obviously, we've got to have Alice. Um, we can't do kind of a Wonderland type yep. thing without Alice. Um, and Alice is one of my favourite characters. And obviously, Alice in Wonderland is one of my favourite books. Yeah. Um, so I just think Alice is kind of our forebearer for like, you know, out of this world type going down the rabbit hole and seeing where it takes you um so we're definitely gonna have Alice and she handles it really well as well she seems pretty yeah. unflappable to be honest with you so I think she'd be pretty cool she'd be like yeah this is fine this is all good yep so definitely her um so basically I'm going with a mix of kind of fictional characters who are very kind of magical or okay. embrace that kind of um weird and wonderful um and then kind of this intellectual kind of maybe some real life people there as well okay. um but then we'll probably have Evangeline and Jax, so, um, you know, Prince of Hearts and then Evangeline Fox. I've got a real soft spot for Jax as well. I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for him all the way through the kind of Caramel series. Yeah. And then obviously when this one came out as well, I was just like, yes, this is everything I wanted from that. So, yeah, I had to have him there as well. Um, and, and again, Evangeline is kind of, I she, she's definitely my favourite of the protagonist kind of female oh. protagonist from the books and I just yeah again I love that she's just kind of rose gold hair and just I do like the aesthetics <laughs> so have you seen the oh, is it fairy loot or is it illumicrate the pink the all pink yeah that's the one that I've yeah that's the one that I've got <gasps> it's so and pretty it's one of I think my favorite books that I own just in terms of how it looks and that's I can't so wait for the second one yeah so, that's yeah. not long is it yeah exactly um so yeah that kind of vibe so even if you think about 
a book and then a world that kind of is based off that book that's what I'm going for here okay, um, okay. I feel the vibes I get it I can completely so you've got these two coming and we've got Alice who's going to turn yeah. up next uh, so I'm going to go with Danica from Crescent City so House of Earth and Blood um she's my favorite again I love that rocker vibe that she's got um that sisterhood kind of I will kind of stand up for what I kind of believe in and that kind of yeah I love she's my favorite from that book um very cool very cool. exactly sure. and I feel like she'll bring the party so you know if we're going to have like a party room she's going to be there um and we'll find her there and yeah. Perfect. champion all of the fun um and i'll probably have syrinx as well because we need some animals yep perfect perfect i'm loving this uh these are all very good choices thus far <laughs> have you read the next book have you read the new book no i haven't so that is what literally it's my next to read um, and yeah i've heard everyone talking about the end and i'm just like i haven't even started oh do you know what? i really hope do you know what happens I have no idea okay that's so, good because that ending is something you need to like experience so you need to okay. read it and experience it because I I put that I'd read it and then a few other people finished it and all messaged me and were like what is going on and it's amazing oh, so no. as soon as you finished it message me okay well yeah so I'm, I'm it absolutely itching to get to it I just I'll explain in a minute about what I'm obviously trying to finish first but yeah I can't wait to to read it I really loved the first one um and obviously no spoilers but I was gutted with the first kind of half but obviously yes. reasons given what I've just said yes. um yeah. that was a shocker that was a really bold move in that first book I was really yeah. stunned by that so and I it made it. me cry as well and books rarely make me cry but it made me cry kind of there and towards the end yeah. but again but yeah, um really so yeah it's just like emotion <laughs> so I dread to think with the second one um Very but yeah incredible okay will do. <laughs> do you have anybody else coming to this evening yeah so we obviously given that it's, there's so much space we've got lots of guests um, but i'd love to have maury and thaniel and katsu from oh. watchmaker on filigree street i've um, not read that yet need to read it so it's literally again one of my favorite books um and i just love maury and thaniel together as a relationship and katsu again more animals um he's okay. the cutest thing ever so um when you read, so if you do read Watchmaker, yep, and then Pepper Harrow, there's a little scene in Pepper Harrow where the kind of clockwork octopus is in the sea, pretending to be like a kraken, um, and it's, oh. he makes like the gurgly little noises, and it's just really cute. Um, so everyone who loves Watchmaker loves Katsu, um, and he's oh, kind of and I love that you're inviting really. animals. I love that <laughs> nobody has done that yet. So I, I love that. That is so cute. It's definitely on my list. I do have both of them to read as well. So I think I'm going to uh, I'm going to push those up the list. Yeah. So when you've read that one, then you message me. <laughs> I will. That's a deal. We will um, do that. Amazing. OK, really, so we, we've really got some like magic going on here. Who else is coming? So I'd probably go with Mirabelle from Solacy. Uh, again, love her vibe. Yeah. Love that she's kind of whimsy and kind of again, she's quite strong as a woman um and kind of that kind of borderline between you know intellect and kind of what's real and yeah. kind of that otherworldliness um so yeah I loved her character in Starless Sea she's probably my favorite yeah I really um, did as well I really did and I would have liked to focus it, more on her actually yeah yeah I agree with that um again I think she kind of would bring kind of this kind of control and kind of all of the magic to like yeah. everything and kind of oversee things she's quite 
queenly I think yes um so she's kind of gonna be our queen of our kind of okay I like this I like this okay you've got some good reasons for having these people as well I feel like they'd be a they'd be a good mix I think yeah that's what I thought so we're now going to kind of go into like the more kind of okay we're going to if we're going to find a table of people chatting um more kind of all three based okay so basically the people who create most of these characters so people like Natasha Pulley yeah who I think is amazing she's you know she's a fantastic author and um, just really down to her um Erin Morganston as well um and then probably Daphne du Maurier so a bit of a rogue kind of person you are here. like the seventh person to come on here and want to speak to her as well yeah. <laughs> she is someone that everybody seems to want to pick the brains of so you're not alone she's she's my number one favorite author um and I want to know what her thought process was when writing Michael and Rachel I want to know how she thinks it ended um Ooh, and what, okay you know, her perception of that um have you read my cousin Rachel I ha- I've got it I've got it because I only very recently read Rebecca last year I'd not read any of her work so but I have got my cousin Rachel and I because there's also an adaptation I quite want to see so I think I'm gonna read it watch it and then yeah then I might message you again and be like yeah what <laughs> <I just> read? <laughs> for sure yeah so it's I think probably one of the most underrated ones um and I was a bit skeptical when I went into that one because it was male narrative um right. and I normally prefer female which again with Starlessly perhaps if it was Mirable kind of theme yes. it would have been better but the ending is very controversial and everyone has different perspective perceptions on kind of what happened yeah basically so okay. I'm really interested in what she was intending and what the actual um you know who was in the right who was in the wrong kind of. I love that I love that you have an actual question you want to know the answer to yep. <laughs> amazing I love this and I can imagine us opening a room and finding these people sat at a table chatting about you know where they get their ideas from I I like this very much lots of tea and cake with them as well yes <laughs> and then probably have the Bronte sisters as well probably again another popular one but again really would love to pick their brains about you know their creative process particularly I think Anne um you know I again I think she's the one that kind of doesn't get as much love and she's my favorite um so yeah I'd like to kind of see what they had planned and you know perhaps what they didn't get around to um so yeah I'd like them there as well incredible and that's six really strong female authors sat around that table yeah um, and that would make for a very interesting conversation I think yeah so obviously female authors are my go-to yeah. um I have very few male authors on my shelves believe it or not um and it wasn't even a conscious choice it just is where I gravitate towards um, I'm the same and I I do have some male authors but not nearly as many yeah and I think I've probably got less than 10 I think is that do you think because I, th- I imagine you're like me I notice you read a lot of historical fiction and fantasy yeah. and I think they're quite female dominated areas as a general rule yeah yeah I'd probably say that was true um and that would probably make more sense so probably the male authors do have read the classics I think there's maybe one or two that might be historical but yeah but yeah that's about it um and the fantasy that I tend to read as well is kind of again more whimsy than it is kind of sci-fi thronesy like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I have read Game of Thrones but um again I 
wouldn't say it was my favorite and yeah. um, so yeah I think that's probably why it's just the kind of fantasy I like it's the way it maps out I love this this sounds like such a magical evening um I can see no faults at all and I think it's probably even more yeah. than an evening I think we'd be exploring for days yeah maybe we just won't come back <laughs> maybe just never come back that sounds like a lot of fun Jax is there I have no reason to come back <laughs> so that sounds fantastic is there anybody you do not want to show up to your evening well I'm hoping I'm trying to kind of create something that would be for everybody okay. but maybe there's a few people who irked me when I read the book so Bryce perhaps isn't my favorite oh okay so I find her a bit irritating um so I can get you I I can feel you I like her as a character in this most recent book I do find it a bit like everybody fancies Bryce and everyone's like, she's so great. Oh, she's yeah. so beautiful. There's a bit of that kind of going on. Yeah, so I think that's what it is. And the, the same kind of vibe as favor as well. I oh, also yeah. find very irritating. <laughs> it's the painting. I'm sorry. I, I know all of like Sarah J. Master's characters have to have like a thing they're good at, don't they? But the painting gets on my nerves so much. Yeah. And I kind of feel that she they try and portray her as very strong and again strong-willed and own-minded and I feel like she's not really um and she's kind of always had a man either side and mm. I think that's yeah, really that's fair probably. I think that's very fair I think um yeah I think the portrayal's a bit sort of wobbly there like you say yeah so them two I find again they're very similar in character Bryce would probably prefer mm. but she was again wasn't my favorite in the book so Maybe they wouldn't have them there. I'd much prefer, like I said, That's fair. That's fair. We just won't mention it to them. It's fine. <laughs> and then, yeah, Teller as well from Caraval. Not my favourite. Similar sort of reasons. Find her a bit yeah. irritating. Um, again, prefer Scarlet and prefer Evangeline. But you know, what, yeah. actually, yeah, I think she's probably my least favourite of the three. Actually, I find her just a bit bracing. I did really like her you know romance I don't want to come and spoil but I <laughs> I really liked her romance I enjoyed the fact that I brought out something a bit darker in her yeah and I enjoyed that but yeah I know what you mean I think those are three girls that don't necessarily need to be there yeah I think you know we've got a good mix of that um and then yeah we don't want people like Queen of Hearts there because we don't want anyone spoiling the fun um and maybe the White Rabbit as well even though I love him but we want this party to go on as much as possible without him shouting i'm late we need to go yeah. somewhere else yeah you don't want to be hurried <laughs> i feel it you don't want someone with their little watch out telling you to hurry up no we don't want those vibes this is i feel exactly. like it's a relaxed you know trip through all these rooms yeah very much own paced and kind yeah. of maybe we're bending time here so you know we don't want someone reminding us that there's a real world that we need to get back to no, absolutely not. I completely agree with those choices, to be fair with you. And I, I think this evening sounds, I, I think you can tell the genres you enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> it says a lot about you uh, and it sounds pretty flawless. Thanks. I try sure. my best. So I thought, well, I need to at least sound slightly interesting. <laughs> Maybe an insight into my mind a little bit. But yeah, I'm all about the escapism, um, you know. That's why I read fantasy and historical fiction and primarily because I, like like you say, I want to escape into these worlds. Yeah. And I find it so much harder to do in books that sort of about the everyday. Yeah, it's kind of like sometimes I might read a bit of literary fiction, but it's 
not the one I tend to gravitate towards. It's, yeah, much rather just particularly, yeah, again, I sometimes just binge fantasy if I'm like, things just the world's a bit too much. It's like, yeah, I really just need some fantasy because I know that um, Akatar got me out of a slump just after the first lockdown. And it's just like, yeah, it got to that point where things were just way too much and that I was just like, I'll try Avatar and yeah, just completely sucked me out of I've had a friend recently message me and she was like, I don't know what to read. And she picked them up and I had all these messages like, oh my God, I'm going to buy the next one and the next one. I love books, especially series that do that. And you're like, I'm just going to get the next one and the next one. I love that. Yeah, so what I tend to do with series is I won't start the series until they're all out um, and... I try not to so I've just done it with Once Upon a Broken Heart where I was just like I have to read it but I'm just I can't wait for the next one but yeah normally I will wait because then I know I can just binge them um but yeah sometimes it depends how badly I want to read it yeah. um yeah sometimes I'll like be really really like patient and controlled and then sometimes just like I just need to just read it now. <laughs> so I, I completely feel that. To be honest, I'm very impatient. I always seem to buy them, and then I regret it when I realise I've got to wait at least a year yeah. <laughs> for another one. But they seem to get books out so fast now. Like, yeah, so it used to be like you'd wait a couple of years for like the second one or the third one. Whereas now, yeah, you, you pretty much as soon as you've read the one and it's been released, they're like, oh yeah, and we've got the release date for the second one. So they've just done that with um, the Atlas Paradox for the second one. Yeah um so obviously again and ballad ever i think it's ballad never after the second one yeah um again they've just done that so yeah you kind of i think they're kind of keeping you on like yeah exactly that you know all the next one coming out so you just immediately buy it and you're just like going should be more restraint (laughs) (laughs) oh well thank you for sharing your evening i've really enjoyed it and i ask all of my guests to come on what are you currently reading so I'm currently reading the Davabad trilogy. Um, so I just, I fit. Oh, okay. So I've just finished the first two. So the first one's City of Brass, mm-hmm. I think it's Kingdom of Copper. So I'm on Empire of Gold, and it's a big chunky book. I haven't got it with me, um, but it's a, I think it's about 750 pages. Um, massive. I, yeah. So I tried to do a big read challenge last year, um, and I was just like, I can't read big books. I'm just going to avoid them. I need to get over this fear. Red Prior of the Orange Tree, I'm just like, okay, big books aren't that bad. Um, so they don't bother me anymore, but I found this one really slow going. Um, okay. So it started the trilogy, I think in February, like beginning of February, and I'm still trying to finish it. Um, and it, yeah, it's, everyone, there's, again, big fan base for it and yep. very popular. Yep. Um, and I just... I haven't quite clicked with it and I'm not sure why um so yeah it's not been my favorite so it's just why I haven't reviewed it separately because a lot of what I'm feeling I felt through all three so you could do one overarching kind of how you yeah. feel about all of them I yeah. like the fact you've powered through though and try so I'm not a do not finish kind of person I've only ever finished not finished Wolf Hall um but other than that <laughs> I can I can kind of understand why I have read it but I can understand why you would did not finish it I I've started doing it more I have to say because I think I was really forcing myself to get through books that I really wasn't enjoying and I was like actually I can just put this one to the like if I really do not like it why am I reading it like if if in the first like 40 pages I'm like oh I hate this do I really want to keep going to like 100 or 150? So I've gotten better, I think. 
I like I doing. think it is just having that mindset you kind of think oh well I should like I yeah. should finish yeah. this book like I have to finish it and I've always been at that mindset I don't normally have that problem because I do tend to only buy books that I desperately want to read yeah but occasionally obviously do get one where actually it doesn't quite turn out how you thought it was going to so yeah there's been some that I thought actually haven't been great but I've been at least been able to read it but Wolf Hall I just thought I need to keep trying with this and I just couldn't keep up or connect with it in any way I just thought I am literally wasting my time like what is the point like I'm it's not gonna lose anything. <laughs> yeah exactly I'm not gonna lose anything by not reading it you know and kind of what you're saying like life's too short they're just it's wasting my time There's too many good books waiting so yeah so I try not to not finish them but yeah this one it was just enough to get me through like they've kind yeah. of there's lots of peaks but mostly kind of yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a slow burner, but yeah. quite political in its kind of fantasy. And it's, I can't quite keep on top of the political dynamics. I here. struggle I with that a bit in books when there's, I just read one recently, um, it's called The Justice of Kings. And that was very political. Okay. And I find it really hard to like keep up with all the factions. Yeah. It, yeah. I think Game of Thrones is a bit like that as well. It's got quite yeah. a lot of like politics woven through it so I definitely yeah. feel you on that one but well done for sticking it out you're gonna to get to the end and then you can read Crescent City <laughs> yeah and I was disappointed just because so many people have loved it and it it is kind of Middle Eastern mm. kind of um like feel um and obviously the, where it's set and everything and that really intrigued me because again you don't see that a lot in fantasy no I think there's been a bit more of a growth of it recently which is great but yeah, that's what really excited me about it. It's actually, this is not like anything I've read before in terms of fantasy and yeah, the political side of things and just trying to keep up with the history and who's fighting who and why just I, it hasn't quite all come together for me. And that just then detracted from the actual story. Yeah. Um, and I don't particularly like any of the characters either. So, oh, so that's, that's a bummer, funny. yeah. We're well, not really, but, I think with, especially with fantasy, I think things like if you're having to overthink power structures or magic systems if you're having to really overthink yeah. it to keep up it kind of pulls you out of the world yeah it does um and I think that's what happened with this one is that I wanted some kind of escapism and it because of all of that I've had to really think about it. just yeah I hasn't quite achieved what I wanted but yeah lots of people love it so it's worth trying um but again because it's a trilogy it's you've kind of got to have that investment um and if you don't quite have it from the first one if I can make it through the first book or something, even if I haven't loved it, I have to read the next ones. Yeah. I'm like, and now I have to know what happened. I didn't love like a deadly education. I really didn't enjoy it. But I have got the second one because I'm like, maybe the second one will be better. And I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard lots of people say that. because Again, I, I like Naomi Novak. And I loved Uprooted. Um, loved Spinner Silver. And this one came out. I was like, oh, this sounds really interesting. But then I heard all of the bad reviews. I was just like, oh, I'm not sure now um, yeah. whether I want to try this or not. And I'm not necessarily always into school-based um, yeah. ones. So again, I, perhaps that's why it didn't quite... It's not got the folklore element that the other two probably have. Um, so yeah, I did hear people It's not that. very whimsical. I'll put it that way. There's not a lot of whimsy in this one. Okay. <laughs> quite bleak. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I will read the second one. I have the second one. But yeah, it wasn't, and to be honest, like the Atlas Six, I will post, you know, I've posted a review for it, wasn't quite oh. what I expected either. Um, I think I like my fantasy not too complex, I think is the overall. Yeah. 
the overall thing I need to not think about it too hard yeah for sure thank you very very much for joining me and taking some time out to chat I've had I've had a fab time good and you know if it was real I'm sure we'd have like a little bookish magical paradise um and yeah maybe that's what we can hope for but someday someday we'll find (laughs) that magic cupboard that's got all these doors behind (laughs) hey if I open a bookstore at some point that's essentially the vibe I'm going for so (laughs) lifelong dream so perfect well if it ever happens I will be the first person to come visit so uh (laughs) that sounds very exciting reserved seat for you done I'm there I'm gonna have my own seat and that's I'm gonna move in I'll never leave you know how some places have like a cat like you know a cat in their bookshop bookshop, Danny that's gonna be me I'm just gonna come with it like a gnome (laughs) so to anybody who's not following Chloe on Instagram go over to the book Cloector I always have to think so hard before I say that (laughs) <laughs> yeah I know some people stumble but it's literally a pl- obviously a play on the name because I'm mostly called Chloe so when I was it works to really well I just have to actually think before I say it so yeah the book Cloector over on Instagram go check her out she has a really bright colorful gorgeous feed thank go you. go have a nosy thank you so so much thank you thank you very much Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 